to the midnight hour and if you didn't know we like to do it with the lights on mm-hmm. it's the best way because <laughs> otherwise you can't really see anything yeah who wants to do it in the dark who wants to do it in the dark <laughs> don't repeat me i'm not i'm just i'm reiterating there's a difference okay well so you want to introduce that song because i like it yeah, um, that's the new song from the band Islands uh, off their new album, Ilomania. The song is called, uh, in in parenthesis, uh, We Like to Do It, and then out of parenthesis, With the Lights On. So it's called With the Lights On. Yes. <laughs> you could have just said that. Could have, didn't. Um, yeah, I like it. It's good. Is their whole album good? Yeah. And when did it drop? As of this recording, like um, less than a month ago. Okay, well, I think you should check that out. Um, I wonder how many people who listen to our podcast get new music inspo? from us. Inspo? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I get <laughs> I feel like I get inspo from us. Yeah, I don't. No, because you're choosing the music. Yeah, that's the problem. What if I chose the music? It would... I wouldn't... It, uh, I mean, do you want to? Do you want to choose the music? Do you uh, want to choose the end song? That would be really weird. It would just be like TikTok songs. Yeah, it would, it would just be Bella Porches. <laughs> Bill's a bitch song. It's not a good song. No, it's not, but it's catchy as fuck. Yeah, anyway. I suppose. I suppose you're right. It's been a while, but it hasn't been that long. So and how are you doing? It's been hot, for one. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Well, we're in California, and so California opened up this week, a few days ago. Yes. On the 15th. Um, and I haven't gone out this week until today, and it feels more chaotic to me. It I feels s- honestly the same. With with the mask on. What if people didn't have the mask on? Would you feel like it was still chaotic? Oh, would you still feel that it was the same? Um, I mean, no. And that's w- w- like the reason why it feels the same, is everybody, for the most part, is still wearing their mask. I think nobody understands what it means that like California has opened up and in, in scare quotes like I don't yeah it doesn't really like what is that actually what is opened up and how is that different than what it was in the like before I know people were eating in restaurants inside right like right it's just like now it's so stupid the way that it's happened because it's like oh if you're vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask but like there's no way to verify unless you carry your vaccination card around with you. But I carry that's also wallet. not required to, to have that done. I have it ready at a moment's notice to just whip out and yeah. just be like, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I do. Proud. I think I do, too. I think it's in my, my wallet. wallet. That's good. Um, I mean, you and I have been really busy these last few weeks. This is yeah. the first week we've actually had some downtime. But the last few weeks, I mean, let's start with you, first of all. Um you haven't been the lonely traveler in a long time. So True. anyone who's listened to our podcast knows that we, you take business trips. Mm-hmm. Um, I travel and for work occasionally. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm legitimately traveling for work. I'm not like the people who say they're traveling for work, but they're just in a hotel with like 
random women and shit, you know? Yeah, but it's amazing how many people assume that you are. Like, when you say that I'm <laughs> traveling for work, they're like, oh, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, is there no one in this world who's ever traveled? You know what, though? I'm kind of guilty of it, because I have some friends who are like, they would travel overseas for business, but they do like, it mm. frequently. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, for some reason I feel sus about it, but there's no reason to be sus. There's no reason to be sus, unless if there's a reason to be sus. Yeah, and you would know. Yeah. To be sus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I went to uh, the the lovely uh, the lovely city of Omaha, Nebraska, which I always call Wisconsin. Yeah, it's not I've at all close to that. The two for some reason. Uh, in the the Great Plains region, there was recently some debate online about what constitutes the Midwest. Uh huh. Um, let me see if I could bring up that map, kind of while we're talking. Um, because we've we've talked about this. Um, I don't really. I know Chicago's the Midwest. Right, but then there's there's all of the other um, like tangential areas. There there was something. I look at you're bringing up a map, and I look at that map, and I think the Midwest looks more east than it does west. Well, yeah, it's mid mid Midwest. <laughs> so looking at the Midwest, I'll start from the most west, the westernmost states. Now, uh, something that that freaked me out because you know I'm from California and I don't care about the middle of the country because um, why you mean would the flyover I? states right 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 right. i in my brain i didn't think that nebraska was that far west like it borders colorado when i think of i guess nebraska when i think of nebraska i think of the south and it's not at all the south no it's not um so uh, just going looking at the midwest um we're looking at uh the westernmost is i guess this map also 10%. Okay. So there, there's some some question mark Midwest, which is Montana, Wyoming, and Colorado. I don't think most of the people in uh, those states consider themselves being part of the Midwest. Like Wyoming does not consider itself being part of the Midwest. I think 10% considers themselves to be a part of the Midwest. So not very many and of their... Is, so you said Great Plains. Is this what reminded you of this? Like, yes. Are they the Great Plains state? Yes. So like, if you were to call uh, Omaha the Midwest... Some people would kind of be like, well, that's not the Midwest. Nebraska's not the Midwest. It's the, the cornfields. It's like, it's, it's known as like the Great Plains region. Um, but uh, Omaha in Nebraska is like all the way on the eastern side. So it's closer to Iowa. Like you can literally walk across the bridge to get to Iowa from, from Omaha. Um, and then Iowa's more kind of in that same area that's mostly considered the Midwest. Uh, so, um, the the Great Plains region, that kind of like strip that's really like dead center of the country. You're looking at the Dakotas, so North and South Dakota, Nebraska, and then under, I'm going from North to South, um, Kansas, and then Oklahoma. Nobody considers Oklahoma the Midwest. No, because it's touching Texas, and Texas is the South. Right, but it's it's the Great Plains. That whole strip is, is Great Plains. So then you get into more classic Midwest, which is your Minnesota, your, I wouldn't consider Iowa to be classic Midwest, but some people might. Um, I guess it's Midwest. Uh, and it's, then if it's smack dab there, it's the Midwest. Yeah, it's more north than Illinois. Look, I I think for me, I've always thought uh, I'm going to interrupt you. I've always thought in order to be the Midwest, you have to touch the Great Lakes at some point on your state. So that's why you have Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Illinois, and Indiana. I guess, um, like Ohio's the Midwest. I, I really don't know, and I really don't care. Okay. <laughs> I think right. there has to be some geographical stuff, too. Like, the Great Plains are called the Great Plains because it has 
plains. Plains, you know, and then it's separated by mountains, I think, probably, or a river of some sort. So I mean, historically, uh, the Midwest has always been. I mean, even the Dakotas, and yeah, I I don't know, I don't know. I mean, what else would you call these places? <laughs> it doesn't matter. But did you it have a good matter. time? <laughs> uh, I had a pretty good time. Uh, something that I've 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 kind of I think remarked on multiple times is like, I don't think. I think there's classifications of cities, or like, like, I don't want to say rankings of cities, but there's there's different um, tiers of city, and I don't mean like quality wise. I just mean type and size wise. Okay. Like, there's a lot of cities that are like Omaha, um, and I would put cities like Portland in in that same tier. Like, okay. There's not that much of a difference when you look at. So what tier is this? A one, two, three kind of system that you're grading it on? Or? Well, I think there. I think there's cities, cities that are like these are. These are major metropolitan cities that are indistinguishable from any other city. Like they're unique in their their cityness, and those are like your San Francisco's, your New York's. Um, I would even say, yeah, your your LA's, which I know we're going to talk about. Um, and then you're like things that are like global cities. Like people can come from from anywhere in the world, and if they go to that city, it's going to be very distinguishable yes. as a unique. Uh, it place. has its own color. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like it, it has to be big. It can't be like a little city that has its own color because a lot of little cities do. Um, but then I think you have your your other cities that are kind of like uh, a tier underneath that, which are like the biggest city of a smaller state. And all of those cities kind of just seem the same. Your Omaha's, your Portland's, your uh, what's a good? I think like Oakland is kind of similar to that, where it's like Oakland is just a big city. Um. Yeah. And of course, like I know people from these places are gonna are gonna kind of bristle at that and and think that like no, like my city's unique, my city's special, and it, I'm sure it is. But like, if I'm visiting for a week, your city's not gonna be that different unless I like get a guided tour. Like yeah, I can see cornfields in Omaha. I can see. Um, we have corn. Sure. Yeah, but like th- there are things that will make it unique. But by and large, like it just kind of. If you're going from a restaurant and walking uh, like back to a hotel, they're all going to be the same in the downtown area. And you mostly have you've been to beautiful big cities. You've been to London. You've been to Paris. You've mm-hmm. been to uh, Porto and Portugal, and you've been to Dublin. Mm-hmm. Which you know, when I'm reading off this list, I'm getting very jealous. I'm like, why did I not go with you on these trips? And I will be going on you next sure. next time. But like, does that even hold? Does Omaha? Omaha? Does Omaha hold a candle to these um, to these top tier cities? In my opinion. Well, I don't know. I, I guess it kind of depends on on what your idea of like what do you what do you want from a city? I want to be able to do stuff. I want to be able to go out at night. I want to eat at non chain restaurants. I want bars. I want culture. Mm, um, culture's an iffy one because <laughs> outside of that, like, and I guess it depends on what you consider culture because there is like American culture, and Omaha no, definitely has American that. culture. I don't. I don't. I don't want American culture. I want. I want. I want museums and mm-hmm. I want art and I want different kinds of foods uh, from all around the world. Right. And well, I mean, I want options. Yeah, you can get that. And I think most of those those like second I don't want to call them second tier cities because it makes it seem like I'm shitting. What on did you cities. eat? You ate American food though. Yeah, and it was good. And I think <laughs> that they did it really well. Okay. Um, and it's like you know, it's it's a, like if you go to 
if you go to Italy, right, if you go to Rome, are you going to try to get, like, good Parisian food? I don't know. I was in London. I wanted cheeseburgers. Yeah, because you're, you know, <laughs> you're that type of person. I'm but American. That's, but that's the thing. Like, if you're going to go to Omaha, what's the best type of food that Omaha, Nebraska is going to have? It's going to have American food and steaks and, like, the, the shit that they're So when you're for. in Omaha, don't venture out. Don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I had. Uh, you had sushi. While I was there, I had sushi. Uh, and I don't know where it came from. And it made me nervous. But it was fine because... It came from the Great Lakes. No. <laughs> I don't think you can get, like, uh, tuna from the Great Lakes. I don't know. I don't know what you can get in the Great Lakes. Um, but Disease. It, disease. But it's one of those things where... Uh, because it's one of those, like, larger cities in a... It's, like, the biggest city in... One of the biggest cities in Nebraska. I think you have, like, Lincoln is another one. Um, but in that area, like, all the food that you get... When you get sushi, it's going to be pretty good quality when you get like i don't know any type of, of food it's going to be decent enough quality. but can you go to safeway and get decent sushi like can you go to the grocery store in omaha and get decent sushi i wouldn't try <laughs> okay but you i'm sure you can go there like any steak you get is going to be incredibly high quality i hope so and that's that's just like you need to like don't yeah don't don't go to rome and try to get parisian food like if you're gonna go there get Italian get get Roman food like get Italian food and know what you're getting and yeah if you're going if you're gonna go to a place like Omaha um, go in mind with like well what what does Omaha have to offer not like I want to go to Omaha and I want to have a similar experience to like when I'm in Manhattan like it's a different it's a different city it's a different experience and you can have a great experience in Omaha by embracing what Omaha has and what it does mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with that being said my favorite part was staying in the room <laughs> eating like a 30 piece uh chick-fil-a nugget meal on my bed yeah you did that a lot no i did that you, once i did that once. i'm sorry you went out a lot i, I went out aside from that <laughs> night i went out the chick-fil-a night i went out every other night Them, oh, not every oh, other night all the other nights they love to party they love because in, they were saying like there's nothing else to do, especially in the winter, because it gets cold. It's and not winter though. No, um, but even in the summer, it's it's too hot. So it's like the only thing to do is like eat and drink. Okay, well, besides Omaha, because mm -hmm. you know that was fun. Um, we went to L.A. two weeks later, I think. Like you're traveling. I think, oh, I think it was the next week. Oh, was it? I think so. Okay, so we went to we went to L.A. and Long Beach the next week, and um, I mean, I was kind of I was excited. We did a road trip, and this yeah. was our first like trip away from home, like far away. Right, we've only been like a couple hours away, three hours away at most when we went to Tahoe, but um, this was like our first big trip, and um, we road tripped, mm -hmm. which was which was fun. I think it went by pretty fast. Yeah, nothing, nothing really too terrible. Stood out. I, I think it was kind of weird going to like when we would end up in the um in like the 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 gas station places i don't know what else to call them but like those those um towns in kind of the middle of of california where it's like literally you go there to stop fill up to stop gas, get gas eat, get some food pee. but like i didn't know what protocol was so it was just, i'm oh, gonna yeah. wear my mask uh other people weren't yeah it, <laughs> it, it felt a little weird yeah um but it was yeah, the, the drive was 
fine, I think. I think where we stayed was really nice. We were by the beach. That was cool, yeah. Um, we went for a wedding, and the wedding was nice. Um, so first, let's talk about Disneyland. Okay. So we went there on a Wednesday and went to Disneyland on a Thursday, and we left yes. around 7.30 in the morning, got there around 8-ish. Um, and it, from what I saw, like, it was busy in the morning, but not so busy where I, I was... You know, you you have to go through these lines. You have to mm-hmm. uh, you have to get a temperature check. You have to go through security. The lines didn't seem bad in the morning. Right, it didn't. They, it seem seemed, bad. And, and like we the went lines straight to get into, into California Adventures first. Right, because we had to. But <laughs> when but we, we were required to go into California Adventures. Yes, first. you have to make reservations. It's a reservation system now, and I think I read that from the L.A. Times is that they're keeping the reservation system at least for a while. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so we had reservations. We went to California Adventures. This was the day before the Avengers Park opened. Right. So we didn't get to see any of that, which I was kind of happy about, but also not happy about. It would have been nice to have another like distraction. It would have been nice to be, yes, exactly. It would have been a place where everybody was flocking to so that maybe Disneyland would be less busy. Right. But I wanted to go to Disneyland because, one, I missed it. I hadn't gone in two years. And, two, I wanted to take advantage of the 25% um, capacity. Mm-hmm. But that 25% capacity, whether they followed it or not, did not make up for any of the losses. No. You could be at full capacity and we could get everything done in both parks, everything that we want, you know, in in the day. But we didn't really get to do that. The lines were long. Even though the longest line I think we were in was an hour. But the lines were long. Social distance wasn't even much, but everything was yeah. outside. So people walking by the lines, it would get crowded. Right. It made it feel more crowded than it was. Yes. And to the point where the line for, if you've ever been to Disneyland, you might kind of get an image of this. The line for Pirates of the Caribbean, which is usually not like a super long wait, even if the line no, it's a little bit longer. No, it's quick. It's yeah. quick. Um, but they shut the line down. The line was closed. I know. I, we were ready to get in line, and they're like, no, we have to close it. And we're like, the how, line's full. How does the line get full? I know. You just keep you just going. Keep going. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, the line was closed, and the line went all the way back to like the place where you get on for the riverboats, like almost as far back as, as um, Thunder Mountain. Uh, so if you like, I said, look it up. If, you, if you've never been to Disneyland, just look up a map and it's know everywhere. that that's that's not normal. That's that's way too long of a line. The line's stretching out way farther than like, like if you're walking to that ride to get on, you're gonna have to walk a lot farther to get to the end of the line. <laughs> and like you're there, and you're like, well, where the hell's the end of the line? And then you just see, oh, it's way over there. It's like way off in the distance. Yeah, yeah. So you have to like. I, I think I saw where like I thought the line would end for yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, and I went up. I was like, oh, is this the line? And she's like, oh, it's back there. I'm like, oh, right. fuck. <laughs> like, right. Let me walk my ass back there. Okay, so I have to talk about my feet. I am my feet are not used to walking anymore. At, no. at, oh, your body's deteriorated significantly. At length, and so my feet were fucked up i had blisters and everything and then like towards the end of the night one of the blisters popped and it hurt like hell yeah because you know if you have a controlled pop you can you decide you decide where to pop the blister right yeah you you can't relate no if you don't have a controlled pop it pops at the edge where the good skin is and the blister is uh so it's more more painful yes so painful so i started limping towards the end of the night but we still Mm -hmm. had a few things to do still so a few things to do and because of the way like you couldn't do the um the tram to the parking so we knew we were gonna have to walk back (laughs) i had to walk we had to walk back to our car there was so much walking guys right like i think we ended up doing what was it was it 10 miles or more than that 
it had to be something like that. Yeah, it was it was a, a pretty substantial um, day then, for us for people that haven't been walking in over <laughs> a year. Like this, I don't think this would have been. It would have been one of those days where, like, man, boy, are my feet tired. Uh, like before the the pandemic, but I think now that we haven't been out and we haven't been like walking around as much, like it's a shock to the system. Oh, my system was shocked. Like normally we do more than one day, but I don't. There's no way we could have done another day. No, 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 physically. No, no. I was exhausted. So, in in all, so I I vlogged this whole thing. So you know, check out MJ whenever on YouTube mm-hmm. if you want to watch that. I haven't posted it yet, but mm-hmm. I will soon. But you can watch my other content on there. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm breaking up with Disneyland. I think I think it's time. I'm a 33 going on 34 year old woman. Mm-hmm. I have loved Disney. I've the first time I was at Disney, I was uh, maybe four, four or five years old. So I've been to Disneyland so many times. You and I have had magical times. Really, like one of a kind things happen to us at Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's the the key point. Is it's like, what else can we? There, there's there's. I guess two parts of this. One, what else can we do yeah. at Disneyland? We've done everything. everything. We've had every type of experience. Um, we've been into. We've been there where we can uh, literally walk. Like we're, we're done with Disneyland after a few hours because there's literally nobody there. We can walk onto a ride and then after the ride's over, we can walk right back on. Uh, we've or also you can had, even stay on. They're like, oh, let's yeah. go again, and then you just go again because there was nobody there. And we've also been there for leap year where like you literally couldn't. Uh, Twenty. The 24 hours. We were there, yeah, 24 hours, and then once you, like, left and tried to come back, you could not you come couldn't. back. You <laughs> couldn't. And, and, like, the waits for the the, the lines were, like, th- two, three hours. Yeah. Like, you were going to get uh, one ride in if you were there for, like, five hours because it was just literally almost impossible to move We've seen the celebrities there, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I think the, the other side of it is, um, like, if like all that we're going to be doing when we go back is repeating the same patterns and having less fun doing it. Right. Right. You're, you're chasing that high of, uh, of like that, that magical trip that you had that one time. Yeah. To Disneyland. It's like, you're not going to, you're not going to get that. And that's not to say nobody will get that. Like I'm sure maybe when we're older and it. like maybe the hype down is cause like Gen Z doesn't seem that into Disneyland. So yeah. maybe when the millennials start getting over it, then maybe we can go back. But I think I need to. I think I need to take a break. That's not to say I'll never go back. Of course I'll go back, um, and I want to go to Disney World again. But I do too. Yeah. I think I think it's time we take a break. Are you on board? One hundred. I've okay. been. I think I. I think I was done. Well, much I was. Earlier I was in, den- in denial because the last few times we've gone have not been fun. Yeah, and you're like, ah, we just we need to have that one last one where yeah. it's like this puts the button on yes. it's like that was great yes. but it's like the reason why they haven't been fun isn't because we haven't done it right it's just because that's what it is now yep well. um and we have a lot more other places to go and things to do yeah exactly we that's had other things to do stuff. on this trip what else did we do we went to k-town we went to so we we went first to Long Beach and that's yes. where that's where we stayed that's where the wedding was that's where our, <laughs> our overall destination was immediately the next day we go to Anaheim I mean okay remember like we had already walked in Anaheim my feet were hurting and then the next day we're like let's go walk on to the beach and yeah. so that was painful let's walk this long beach <laughs> and um, then we go to the beach and like the from the the sidewalk area. Mm-hmm. The beach and to the actual water was mm-hmm. so long. I was like, I don't want to 
walk all of that. So no. I was like, we're going to look at it. It's beautiful. And we're going to walk away. Yeah. See, like, I, I think in terms of types of people, I'm a walker. <laughs> like, I'm the type of person where, like, what am I, if then? I can walk. I'm a lounger. Oh, you're, you're a lounger. Yeah. I like to lounge, too. But, like, if there's a destination to be had, like, uh, this came up in, in Omaha as well. It was, like, from, like, there's a, a restaurant that's uh, 15 minutes away. And they're, like, if there's a restaurant two blocks away, I'm driving. And for me, it's like I'm walking. I'm a I'm I'm a walker at heart. So like it would be a. I think we were looking at uh, our hotel to the wedding venue. You had practice. You right. had walked in Omaha. But that's not practice. But that's practice. But anyway, but so what my point is is the walk was like forty minutes from our hotel to the where the venue. wedding venue was, and we wanted to like scope out that. That's a forty-minute walk. Yes, and to me, it's a like forty-minute walk. Six-minute drive. That's fine. But, like, yeah, it, it really was. Well, not in Long Beach or L.A., but we'll get to that. Um, but so, like, a 40-minute walk is doable. I could do that easy, any day. But I was tired. As soon as we hit the beach, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Like, let's let's just go back. Um, it's like, what is it all for? Yeah. I, I convinced myself, I was like, oh, you've seen one beach, you've seen them all. That, which is not true, no, but it's not, true. <laughs> it's not like it's my first time in Long Beach either. True. Or the last, probably, sadly. Yes. Um, and so we, we did go uh, before the, the, the finale, before the <laughs> wedding. Um, the day before we went to L.A., we went to K-Town. Because uh, we wanted some Korean barbecue, and we wanted to, because <laughs> we're stupid, we wanted to walk around walked, a little bit. Yes. Um, Why did I think I could do that? I don't know. Because we used to be able to. And it was also part of the plan. I didn't want to go against the plan. Yeah. We got Korean barbecue. It was good. Thankfully, we didn't have to wait too long. Mm -hmm. Then we walked to, I had to get Band-Aids at like Daiso because my feet were like bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, LA sucks, man. I oh, you LA. forgot your license? I forgot my, I forgot so my driver's So you drove license. the, how long did it take? 45 minutes? To LA. Uh, probably to like an hour. Everything's an hour. Yeah. And you forgot your license, so then I had to drive back. Right, so right. So mad. Um, yeah, that was frustrating. Uh, and LA just sucks, man. I hate walking around LA. I what hate did your friends say? The crackheads hit differently. Did my friends say that in LA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. They do hit differently. Like it's <laughs> it's a different type of. I don't know. I, I there's just some sort of like maliciousness. Everybody seems on ready to attack. Right. I feel like I have to put my guard up every time I'm in LA. Yeah, and nobody. Nobody there, I don't know, I guess not nobody, but a majority of the people that I run into are probably not from L.A. Like, let's 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 be clear on that. Like, I don't think any of the people that we look at and, like, hate interacting with in mm. L.A. are L.A. natives. Okay. That's I think it's people, uh, I heard somebody else say this, but it's like, L.A. is the city, I guess people have said this a bunch of times, L.A. is the city of lost souls. Like, L.A. is where you go and you get hollowed out. Like you, so you, you go have with, a soul there, and then you lose it while you're there, or are, do you have your soul is gone already, and then you gravitate to that city? I think there's a little bit of both, but I think okay. that there's, I think LA will, like, if you Suck move to LA, if you're the type of person that moves to LA, you're moving there for a reason. You have some sort of hope or some sort mm. of like goal you want to accomplish, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and most people don't accomplish their goals. Bottom line, but especially the types of goals that you'd have that moving to LA would like help with like most of those people are going to have their dreams crushed. So most of the people you run into, they're not doing what they 
wanted to do, what they're they like, uprooted their life for. Yeah, they're like waitresses yeah. and waiters. Or they work at a gas station or they're they're like, and nobody... Club yeah, promoters. Right. And so I think a lot of the people we run into in LA that are not LA natives, and LA natives are just, they're people that just live in a city, like anybody else that lives in a city. They're just, this is where I grew up. This is this is my place. And like, they're usually just normal people. But you don't run into those people in LA <laughs> because the places that you go to when you're in LA are like places that you visit. And like natives aren't going to go to those places. So you, you like walk around Hollywood or something and nobody there is a real person anymore. They're, they're husks. They're empty corn husks. There's no corn at all in those people. I didn't. I, am, do I have corn? Yeah, I don't think. I mean, you're still. You're, you're still. You're not a transplant. No. You live in the uh, rough, rough abouts. It's not a saying. Rough abouts. Um, you still live roughly where you were born. Yeah. Not to say that like those are the only legitimate people on the planet. Like you have to, you can't, if you're a transplant, you're, you suck kind of thing. But like you still have light and life within you. You haven't been snuffed out. That's nice. You think if we move somewhere else, we can get our light snuffed out? You know what? Because we, we talked about moving to like New York and stuff like that. I could see my light getting snuffed out there. I could see mine getting reignited. <laughs> You know what? It could go both ways, but I could see myself just getting like, I don't know, well, I think, tired. Yeah. I, I think the reason why a lot of people, especially in LA, why their their light gets stuffed out is because their LA is their savior. Yeah. They're going there to like turn their life around or yes. to change their life. If we move, it's we wouldn't hope. be that city wouldn't be fixing. The great us. American dream. Right. I like I wouldn't move to New York to be fixed. I'd move to New York because like I just want to experience something new. Yeah. And I like New York as a city uh, much more than L.A. Hate L.A. <laughs> Hate it. I'll still go. I'm sure I'm going to go a lot. So many times. Um, but like, and we ebb and flow. I think there was a period of time where we we're like, oh, L.A. is not that no, bad. No, if you like listen back to our older episodes, I, I know we talked about like, oh, this trip wasn't so bad. But then I remember thinking like every time, every time something's OK in L.A., mm-hmm. there's always something that reminds me how bad it is. Like things could be fine and run smoothly. And then like I see like all the trash on the floor. I'm like, oh, you know, I feel this type of way about like, yeah. or I, somebody's rude to me. I'm like, oh, another thing. Or like, I don't know, just something traffic wise. Uh, yeah. Something bad happens there and I just get And we're, s- and we're not from a place that like has no trash or we're not from a place <laughs> no, that has no trash. traffic. Like it, we definitely still have these things. And wh- what did I say about like LA is dirty in a different way than San Francisco. San Francisco is dirty. And it's you one said of the yeah, it has city. a lot of human poop in San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco I think has the There's most human... There's a lot of dog poop in LA. It, also, the, when I say LA is dirty, it's different than like, San Francisco's dirty because of like human waste, right? Uh, like And just like human, like the destruction of the tech industry on, on human beings in general. Like there's a lot of um, human waste beyond like like there's there's like syringes and a lot of a drug and like people becoming human waste. Kind of yeah. Like the homelessness is like people that have been like are near They're deteriorating. Death kind of yeah. yeah. But L.A. and New York is dirty in the fact that there's a lot of trash. Yeah. But it's like because they have no place to put their trash. Right. They the literally city was put it on the street to sustain itself at that like capacity. But like when you talk about how New York is a dirty city, it's because of all the trash. And like, there's a lot of tourist trash and stuff. LA is dirty because of dirt. Like, it just feels dirty. Like, if if I'm out walking in LA and I get back to my room, you I'm take covered a in dirt. Yeah. 
Like it's a different kind I feel of that. And like they still have the trash. They still have the human waste of like just uh, but even then the homeless people, yeah, I just feel like they want to be homeless and they want to be mean and like they're more violent. But like in San Francisco, I feel like these people have either mental issues or or drug problems. And so like, I see I I I, I f- I think I feel you on that one because you know there's some people here there's definitely a lot of people who are homeless because of how expensive it is to live here in the Bay Area Um, but in LA it does feel more I think in San Francisco it feels like there's a lot more mental health issues Mm -hmm. than there was in LA with the homeless people that's just from what I saw I feel like I can. I I know that there's a lot of mental issues, mental health issues with the the homeless people, the the unhomed in in LA. But like, I feel like if I was if I was put in a room, and this might just be kind of like Homer bias thing, but if I was put in a room, they're like, okay, we're gonna bring in uh, somebody that lives on the streets in San Francisco, uh, and then you know you can have a conversation with them for an hour, and then uh, after that, we're gonna bring in somebody from LA that lives on the streets. Uh, I could have a conversation with the person that lives on the streets in San Francisco. And I, I think um, I would, there's more humanity in those people. And I think it well, goes back to them being souls. hollowed out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so LA. Uh, anyway, this is just our opinion and our observations. The correct opinions. <laughs> Please correct feel free opinions. to make your own opinions and observations. But I'm this sure. is just something that we've noticed over the many years that we've gone through to LA. And these uh, biases that we have did not just come out of, nowhere right they're they're there because we experienced them. and I, we're just not southern california in general no people. we're not i tried i lived there for three years uh, yeah i i lived there for about a year i think we figured out i don't know um yeah it's just the, the i don't know it's not not my scene uh, there's plenty of people whose who's scenes it is would you what would you would you rather live in omaha or la <laughs> god <laughs> Uh, I'm sure I could find a place in LA that that I could live. <laughs> Omaha. So you still would live in a city that you know you do dislike over living in Nebraska. I don't know. I could live. Is it forever? It's forever. Ooh, I gotta pick Omaha. Because I was even thinking like wow. I could I could live in LA. Like oh, I could live in Omaha for like six months or a year. But I was like, how long could I live in LA? I don't think I could live in LA for more than like no, you a would, month. You would lose your soul and you'd be fine. No, I, I would, you would have a soul in Nebraska, and that doesn't seem that great. Oh, see, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I could live in both places. I could live anywhere. I think I'm, I'm an adaptable person, and I could find a way to enjoy living in any place. And I would kind of just adapt to that location. But you've always said you need water. You need an ocean. I do need. I do need to be near water. Like I feel like I could live in like uh, maybe is a Santa river Monica. Good enough for you? <laughs> um. You yeah. could live up north more. Yeah. But I, like I could I could live in, in more of like the classic Midwestern states. Like I could live in Minnesota or Wisconsin. That's or, not the options, yo. I know it's not the options. <laughs> it's Omaha or LA. If I had to choose between I've never been to you Omaha. Pick it, you pick LA. I'd pick LA. I know you would. That's true. Because you're bougie. Anyway. So yeah, that was our trip. It was fun and it was nice to get away. We um, didn't talk a lot about the wedding. The wedding was Cool. I like the wedding. Well, this is the first. So you've had two friends of yours, close friends that have gotten married, mm-hmm. that you've been invited to their wedding. Yes. But the other one was a Zoom wedding that yes. took last that took place last year, and this one was actually an in person wedding. Mm-hmm. And so it's funny because like you're good friends with this person, but you haven't really stayed in contact with them in the last what year? Yeah, or so. Uh, co-host of of um, Bootleg Report. Shouts out. <laughs> Shouts out that was, to Joe. That's ancient. Um, yeah, it, but like. It was one of those things where, uh, 
yeah, we hadn't we hadn't been in super close contact over the last like year or so. So, but we'll, you were we'll surprised that we still got invited, that we made the cut. Yeah, because they cut the the <laughs> uh, attendance down. I'm really happy that that we still made the cut. I had a lot of fun, and um, it was you great. danced. I danced. Um, it was funny. <laughs> I don't think it's funny. You do a lot of feet shuffling. I don't know how to describe it, but you do a lot of feet shuffling. You mean good dancing? I do a lot of good dancing. <laughs> it's like faster than what it needs to be. I don't think that's true. Like you could just, you know, chill. I don't take think it slow, you're right. Take I think your you're time, wrong. but you're like jitterbugging. I'm not jitterbugging. <laughs> Moving on. And it was you a danced nice without. Wedding. It was very beautiful. It was by the water, of course. But you're. I want to talk more about your dancing because, Why? like, your friends wanna. were surprised. Your friends were surprised by it. Yeah, because I don't. I, they don't. I'm not a mobile person. <laughs> but you had the, the what matters is that you have fun doing it. No, it matters that I look great, which I did. <laughs> I looked I looked like a cool person doing cool people things. <laughs> I mean, there's like rolling of the arms. Oh yeah, of course. Sometimes that's what's called for. But then I don't know, like it's not like all your friends are great dancers either, so But I am. Is the point that I make it. <laughs> the point that yeah, you're a great dancer, Stephen. I I don't have to leave the dance floor because of you. Okay, that's good. That's, that's kind of a lie. I had to leave. I was like, okay. you had to leave because you were tired. Your feet were broken. We've gone over this. The thing is, is that this is your friend's wedding, so you had to be the star of the show. I did not have to be the star of the show. Stop yelling. They were the, the the people getting married were the stars of the show. <laughs> God, never bringing you anywhere again. <laughs> No, it was it was funny. I mean, it was fun. <laughs> anyway, we can move on now. Moving so that, on. we're done with our travels. That's what we've been up to. Um, next. More travels to come, I'm sure, because that's the nature of our lives. Well, and we love it, folks. I'm going to Palm Springs, and you're not going with, so maybe I'll come back with some stories. Maybe. I'm going to make stories happen. Okay. I'm going to... Get drunk and dance on a table. You don't get drunk and you can't dance on a table. You'll hurt yourself. You can't dance on the table. You'll just shuffle around. <laughs> That's not true. I am great. Anyway, moving on. Next segment. Next. Harsh cut. <laughs> Go on. Oh, is this is my Carry segment. Carry on. These two segments are yours. Okay. All right. I guess we'll do them in the order in which I want to. Yeah. Um, so one segment we do here uh, pretty regularly. And by pretty regularly, regular. I mean like we once. We did it like twice. <laughs> it, we've done it a few times. That's pretty regular for us. Uh, over the span of like a year when we randomly do episodes. Uh, but we scour the internet. By scour the internet, I mean go to Reddit. And I mean go to one of two subreddits. <laughs> one being uh, am I the asshole? And the other being relationships. And we try to help people with their problems. Am I the asshole in the relationship? In any case where you may be the asshole, every interaction you have with another human being is a relationship. So, so we've known each other for a good amount of time. I would say so. Uh, and we've had multiple instances where you've been an asshole. To who? You? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think we are experts in determining, number one, if you are being an asshole, uh, because, you know, you're an asshole all the time. Yeah, but and can two, you recognize that? Can two, I self-reflect? how to make a relationship work. Am I that self-aware? No, but I am. I'm the expert. Ugh, uh, so the, the first asshole. one, the first one, uh, I like, I haven't read through most of these. I've read the title and I thought they were good. So we're going to cross our fingers and hope that that they end up well. Why do you pick um, the longest ones? They're not the longest ones, you asshole. <laughs> anyway, uh, am I the asshole for yes. being naked in front of my roommate's boyfriend and not telling her? Oh. That's hot. 
Uh, I, a 23-year-old female, live with a roommate, 24-year-old female. My roommate went away for the weekend. She did not tell me she gave her boyfriend of six months a key to our apartment. Mm. My bedroom is right next to the bathroom, and we keep all the towels in the bathroom. I took my clothes off in my bedroom and walked the three steps to the bathroom completely naked. Then as I got in the bathroom, I hear her boyfriend uh, said, oh, hey. (laughs) I then hid behind the door and said, I didn't realize you guys were home. He then explained he had left something and stopped by since he had a key. I then took my shower and just went on with my day. He told his friends what happened. And by the time my roommate came back, the story had turned into uh, that I did it to like hit on him. Uh, Okay, you could stop right there. You're not the asshole. She's the asshole and he's the asshole. Right, right. This does sound like the beginning of a saucy porno or a porno movie. Or it could be some rom-com where, like, the guy sees naked and then he slowly starts to fall for you and mm. wants to leave his girlfriend. Right, right. Uh, so you don't think... I don't think this person's an asshole either. She she had no idea. Is she an asshole for not immediately telling her friend? Her what was she going to say? Hey, I was... I, was, I didn't know your boyfriend was here. Naked. He just saw me naked. Like, just like a quick text. I don't think she's the asshole either. Um, I think it's very weird to just, like, take your clothes off in another room and then walk to the bathroom. But hey, if that's your, if, if she that's thought she your was thing. home alone, she thought she was yeah, home alone. I guess I do that sometimes when I'm alone. And then she, I do that all the time. And then she, did she, while I'm here. <laughs> and did she like the roommate? It didn't sound like she gave her note. Did she tell her that her boyfriend has a key? Yes, she did not do this no. on purpose at no. all. She did not do it again. No, she's not the asshole here. Also, like she said, she got into the bathroom and then the boyfriend was like, oh, hey. Like he could have just not said anything. He could have been like, oh, she doesn't know I'm here. I'll wait until she's out. And then like, like to, well, no, he like, I think he wanted mm, to make it weird. No, well, he needed to tell her because otherwise she would have just kept walking around naked. And the fact is that she didn't just means she wasn't hitting on your boyfriend. Like, no. fuck that. Yeah. She was naked in her own apartment and didn't know that he was going to be coming around. So, but also he might not have known that. And, and he then might, he goes and tells his girlfriend, and now she thinks he like. What did he tell her? Lies, obviously. See, I well, she's not telling us the whole story. I'm blaming. <laughs> you better blame the right person. Well, I don't necessarily the 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 boyfriend obviously could be handling this better as well. But I I don't necessarily even blame him because he might not be aware that the girlfriend didn't tell her roommate. So he might be thinking like, oh, she knows I'm here. Why is she walking around me? Maybe she is hitting on me. Oh, I see. Um, like, should he be telling his friend? I mean, sure. I also, like, what else? Like, you're going to tell your friends this. This is like a, if he had a podcast, story. I'm sure he would, he would say it too. And like, yeah, she, I, I think she knew I was there. Uh, but yeah, no, it's definitely the girlfriend's fault. Yeah. And sh- what these three need to do is sit down and really talk about what they happened. And then, sex. and then put it away. Yes. But you guys are 23 years old and... For it's not gonna happen. I have too much pride Your or too much embarrassment to, to talk about this. Your friendship is never coming back. It's over. Uh, ooh, this one's long. Oh. Am I the asshole for telling my family to throw my dead grandma in the trash? <laughs> Background info. I'm 19-year-old female. I have a sister, 22, and brothers, 20 and 18. 2003, my grandpa died. Dad buys a family plot. He tells my mom it's for grandpa, grandpa, grandma, and maybe themselves. November 2015, dad gets sick and dies within a few weeks. Mom buries dad in the plot with grandpa shortly after we noticed uh, we're being followed. My sister sees this dude in his car with a camera while walking out of the grocery store. My mom, uh, We tell my mom, and she doesn't know what to make of it. 
Uh, weeks later, mom gets a call from one of my dad's sisters and accuses mom of murdering the dad. Mom is actually concerned by the allegation. She provides what? the death certificate and medical records. My siblings uh, and me have no contact with them from this point on. This is the, that side of the family, the dad's side. 2019, I get a call from my sister who tells me to look at my text. She had sent me pictures of a private Facebook group. From 2015 onward, there are photos of us around town, mom's new husband, our house, cars, Zillow photos of our house that we sold, as well as dad's death certificate and medical records. What? Uh, along with a bunch of other shit, like room and board, tuition, costs of brothers and schools and stuff, uh, breakdown of costs for the mom's wedding and honeymoon, the price and tax history of a new house. Uh, they're showing all this stuff about like all the money, and they're How using they this as like this? evidence. They're, they're obsessed. Um, they must have some money then. Yes. I I've then find out that they had spent this whole time harassing the mom about the insurance money. They believe dad's will stated they were entitled to one-third of uh, father's money and assets. Present time, grandma dies. Mom calls and asks me what I thought uh, out about allowing grandma to be buried with dad and paying for the funeral. I say no. Mom says okay. Later on a group call, sister and mom think we should cover the cost and allow her to be buried. She explains how she, now I'm just remembering the title. Uh, she got a call about how they couldn't afford to pay for the funeral uh, and it was dad's wishes to have her buried there. The rest of us disagree and don't care about their lack of money or dad's wishes. Outnumbered, mom said okay, but clearly disagreed with the decision. Since then, we have been harassed by their calls. So everybody else in the family is like, no, just fucking chuck her in the trash. We don't want her, like, now they're coming to us because they want us to help, like, pay for the funeral costs for the, for the grandma. So who's an asshole here? I'm confused. There's a lot that happened in that story. So somebody, their dad died, the dad and died. then they got accused. The mom got accused of first killing the dad, and then like stealing all the insurance money, and like why did the other side of the family think that they deserved any of that money? I don't know, but so that that side of the family is where the grandma who ended up dying the, from. Okay. She's, she was in that Facebook group. She didn't start it, but she <laughs> was in that Facebook group. That's oh what it God, says here. keep grandmas away from Facebook. Um, yeah, and so like, so then the grandma dies, the mom and then essentially the mom. was was a part of this conspiracy theory group that the other the the mom, not the grandma. So the grandma was a part of the conspiracy group that thought that the mom was responsible for either the death of the yes, husband. Yes, yes, yes. It was anti-mom. Yes, anti-that family. Yeah. And so the mom was trying to be a peacekeeper after the grandma died and said, like, should we just bury? Like, the, the dad wanted uh, her buried with them anyway. He bought that family plot. Uh, but then the kids were like, just no, fuck grandma. this bitch. Let's, let's throw her in the What trash. did grandma have to do? I mean, she was part of the group, but was she talking all the shit? Yes. <laughs> um, so am I an asshole for telling them to chuck my grandma in the trash? Yeah. I mean, you're just saying it. You don't actually mean it. You're not going to take... For one, I don't think... I've, after dealing with this, I don't think you just throw ashes in the trash. That shit needs to be registered. I know. I had to go through the process. Um, but, but like, do they have to be... like? They're not responsible for the ashes. I think the, the side of the family is like, well... She wants. She was supposed to be buried in this plot. Then yes. What is? What does your problems have to do with your grandma dying? Like this is a hole in the ground. Put her in there. I say chuck her in the trash. No, and you're an asshole for suggesting that. I don't think they just lost their grandma. Cremate, but they don't care. Oh, the (laughs) the other side of the family can deal with it. Yeah, I mean yes. Like you, that side of the family with the the kids and everybody who has been harassed. The mom. I feel like the mom who had been harassed. Over these like years, since what was it, two thousand five, or whatever, when the when the dad died, and she's been harassed 
like continuously since then. The burden then should not be on her to supply the money or like to even be responsible in any way. Yeah, grandma for, should have her own insurance. Yeah. The mom should be like hands clean of this and not have to deal like she can go to the funeral unless they don't want her there, but like that should be it. She should not have any responsibilities to this to this woman. That's all that's all fine and well, but I mean, if she's saying throw trash like just to be just joking or just, you know, it's just well, because it's it, not serious. It's no. So then, but it's like if, if all of a sudden, if all of a sudden these kids and their mom are responsible for the grandma, and they're like, the rest of the family is saying you have to be responsible for her end of life services. Like that's fucked. Up. I mean, she doesn't. They don't have to legally. They don't have to. It's fine. So who's the asshole? I guess the harassers are the assholes. There we go. Uh, would I be the asshole if I told my parents to take care of their own kid? Would I be an asshole if I told my parents to take... No. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if we really need to read this, uh, but I will anyway. Uh, I, 19-year-old female, live with my little brother, 10, and sister, 17. My parents, both in their late 40s, and I work a full-time job between 40 to 50 hours a week. My parents are well off and run an Airbnb as a side business. Uh, backstory, when I was a young child, my mother and father got divorced and left my older sister, late teens, now 27, to watch my little sister and myself. After the divorce, my mother got with my stepfather, and we all moved three states away. Now that my mother and stepfather had a child together, remember, in their late 40s, my little brother, uh, it is my responsibility, or no, the little brother's 10, okay. Uh, it is my responsibility to watch him when they are away. The only issue is with how much I have worked and how much they are wanting to watch him. Mm -hmm. Uh, while I am still living in their house, I do many of my mother's chores for her for free. This means I am watering all of her 100 plus plants, doing the dishes for the whole household, cooking dinner for my siblings, and taking my younger brother your to the school. Your 17-year-old sister can do some of this shit. Yes. Your 10-year-old can even water some plants. Yes. Um, all this has gotten to the point where my brother sometimes calls me mom mm. and even calls my boyfriend dad sometimes. That's that's a problem. Yeah. Um where are your parents going? They seem so they're absentee parents. They're in their forties, and they're well off, and they run an Airbnb as a side business. They're in their forties. They're not old. They're not old no. to take care of their kids. Of and their ten-year-old kid, they had so they had them when they were in their thirties. Yeah, that's when people should have kids. <laughs> we won't, but that's when other people should have kids. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What the fuck? They should take care of their goddamn kid. I agree. Like and, you're, and she, you're, so you're she's in the talking, home, help out. You can help out with the right. the kids. Of course, they're your siblings. You should be helping to take care of them. But you know, a lot of parents will sometimes have, if they have a second child, like they do rely on the first kid to take care third of the child. second kid. Even so, like third child, they t they ha the kids will kind of help raise the younger kids. And that's, that's kind of just what happens. But this seems like an extreme case. Um, my parents are away to Vegas on vacation, and they left me to take care of my youngest siblings. See, like I have an issue with that. Yeah. Make it a family vacation. Right. If right. You can you can afford it. It seems so. Make it a family vacation. Right. It seems like you're just like, well, we don't have to watch the Nobody kid. Nobody told you 10. to get three kids. No. Uh, so she's talking with her boyfriend because they're both doing well at their jobs that they could move out, but they she knows the 19 year old knows that if she left, yeah, it would be pushed to her 17 year old yeah, sister. Yeah, it would be. Um, and she's working, the 17-year-old is working on getting her GED. Um, yeah, it seems like this, this is a shitty situation and those parents should um, watch their fucking kid. So you're not an asshole for telling your parents no. to watch their kid because no. that's what they should be doing. This yes. responsibility should not be on you. 
Um, although you do have some responsibility because you are the older sibling, and that just comes with the territory, of course, but you are not their parent. Um, so, yeah, that's tell them. Um, this one I just wanted to pull because it was funny. Uh, follow up. My husband, 34-year-old, who was a member at Lookism, this will be explained in a little bit, did a hair transplant and two plastic surgeries, and I, 30, feel less attracted <laughs> to him. Uh, so, <clears throat> I have been married to my husband for eight years. He is my first true love and was the best thing that happened in my life until he suddenly became obsessed with his looks. Back in 2018, he had a botched jaw implant surgery and Ooh. started getting fillers. I was okay with the fillers as they were safe and temporary. He's getting a lot of work done. Uh -huh. Then he got a weird Very obsession nice. about his baldness and started taking a medicine that alters hormones in order to regrow hair, which did not <laughs> work at all. Uh, at that point, I asked this subreddit some advice regarding my situation, and many comments were extremely helpful and helped me deal with the situation, uh, at least temporarily. In fact, the subreddit helped me find out the root of my husband's obsession, which was a website called Lookism. Okay. I haven't been there. Do tell. Uh, you have been there? I have not been there. Oh, It's nice to have a computer right here, and you can just look it up. Uh... It's oh, a there's a South Korean webtoon called Lookism. Um, yeah, I guess it's just a... Do you post yourself? Oh, do you get rated on here? I, I think that might be what it is. Um, anyway, I confronted going. him and he admitted that he was indeed a member of that website, but he no longer is. Since then, my husband had a permanent jaw enlargement surgery Ooh. and did belf Thoroplasty and eyelid surgery. He's also spent $40,000 on hair transplantation. $40,000. How bald was this how guy? Bald? Did yeah. he have every piece of hair <laughs> replaced? Right. Like, how much does it cost? Like, how much does the good shit cost? That's gotta be, does, that's, that's gotta be the good shit. How much did Elon Musk's hair transplant cost? <laughs> that motherfucker's bald. Why What's the just, Jeremy Piven hair transplant cost? Why can't you just spray paint? The Carlos Boozer? Yes. Okay. He's actually happier and got his confidence back okay, uh, since good. he has done okay those operations. But although he might be better looking than before, I feel less attracted to him. Oh, this may not make any sense, but this is how I feel, and I really can't explain this at all. I still love him, and I don't want a divorce or a break, but the less attraction is eating me up, and I'm not sure what to do and how to proceed. Okay. Okay. Did my, okay. This is relationship, so this is not about is somebody an asshole. I know you're mixing the two up. Well, we've moved on. This is all relationships now. Oh, okay. Uh, relationships. So you're, I could see why you'd be less attracted to him, not only because of his look alterations, but his attitude towards changing his look. His obsession with his look. His obsession, his money spending, um, his website stuff, which is kind of sussed there. Yeah. Like, shouldn't, shouldn't the only person whose opinion you're you care about be your, your wife. It should why, be, but it's not. That's for, not how it always works. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I think she can learn to love his looks, but the personality stuff might, could be a deal breaker if this keeps continuing because it doesn't seem, he seems like he has a lot of self-esteem issues and um, he might need some, you know, some help in a therapy sort of thing mm -hmm. because he's not happy with the way he looks and when somebody it doesn't seem like he's going to be happy with any of these changes. I think he's just going to continue to alter his face. You're going to continue to be less attracted to this man. And then it's just, it's just going to spiral. His confidence there. is going to increase. He's, he's going to cheat on her. So I, I think he's going to, he's going to look for validation and somebody's like, Oh, you look, you look great. And then yeah, he's going to 
So I say, I say, leave him. I say, leave this monstrous man. I is. see. See if you can learn. Let's see if you can. Let's. If he continues to do the surgery after this, then yeah, that's a big problem. See if you can learn to like this look. You know, looks can grow on people, right? Obviously, this is not the person you kind of yeah. fell for in the beginning. He looks different. Like right. if, Steven, if you had like a completely different face after some surgery, you know, I would and I wasn't attracted to you. That'd be a problem. Yeah. So learn to see if you can love the new face. Um, but if you can't and his obsession with this still goes on, I think you might have to leave him. Sorry. Um. I agree. I think... Uh, You're only think 28, too. So. No, 30. Okay. Even then... The husband's 34, she's 30. Is 34 and having all these hair transplants and jaw enlargening surgery and, and eyelid surgery? Yeah. Like, you're just making a new face. <laughs> you're making a new head. Your entire <laughs> head is new. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is one that uh, you called out before we did this, and I wanted to look into it because I think it's funny. Okay. Um, how do I, a 28-year-old female, tell my husband, 30-year-old uh, male, that I'm not a fan of his greasy ponytail without sounding like a jerk? Uh, when we were dating and for most of our marriage four years he has had short hair it wasn't until COVID that he started growing it out like me um, now I actually like his long hair I love it when he wears it down and it's clean the problem is he never wears it down and despite me trying to show him different things like conditioners and product and how to brush it uh, he's never had long hair so he's not used to the effort it takes to maintain yes a lot of effort yes yes there is a lot of effort uh, he doesn't seem interested in learning either so there you go he washes it with soap and sometimes goes He sounds days. like lazy and greasy. I know. Sometimes goes days without washing it at all. So he transforms from uh, Jason Momoa into Ed from 90 Day Fiance really quickly. Uh, it's always tied back into a greasy, stringy ponytail, and he wears it uh, in a high pony, which I hate because it makes him look like a cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> he also uses my bright pink scrunchies and bows when we are around the house because it's convenient. Uh, and also because he thinks it's funny, but I don't find it attractive at all. I also don't want uh, to use my brush and my hair ties anymore after he does, just because his hair is so nasty. Imagine if Jojo Siwa didn't wash her hair for five days. That's what I'm married to. <laughs> how do I go about this? I really don't want to hurt his feelings, but the little hints I've been dropping, like trying to show him how to take care of his hair, have not been working. I'm starting to resent <laughs> his total lack of effort into his appearance. It's one thing to not comb your hair one day or just stay in your pajamas, but his hair is just straight up gross and I can't <laughs> take it anymore. Okay, he. So this is different from the last problem because the last problem had like that was mental health issues there. Yes. This one, this guy just seems lazy. But right. it's COVID. You could be lazy right now, to you be could, honest. With but you. also, if it's affecting your relationship, it's not. I mean, is that really like? Oh God, I'm so grossed out by my. Yeah, comb. if she's if she's no longer like if she's <laughs> losing her attraction to her yeah. husband because she, she's like, wow, he's let his appearance go. Like I like the long hair, but he's not taking care of it and. and all that like I've let my hair grow out but I'm also really trying to find a good way to take care of it uh, <laughs> like I'm trying to learn about it too yeah uh, you and are. I think my hair is better than it's ever been before <laughs> at certain length um, this person okay so this is your husband just feel free to tell him that you yeah. his hair is greasy and gross and he needs to wash it take care of it like these subtle hints obviously are not working it's right. time to be direct right he's not like you guys are gonna break up and no. divorce just because you told him you don't like his ponytail right you've been married for four years like if, if you told me like uh, I like your long hair but like, and she doesn't even think like 
I hate his long hair in total. I, I mean, I make suggestions for your hair too. Yeah. Like, oh, you should try this kind of product or, you know, like yeah. comb, comb it this way, use this kind of comb or right. like look at this haircut. Kind and of I, I, yeah, I do my best to, to listen. And like if I can do it and it would work with my hair, then sure. Like you're the one that that I'm, I'm trying to be attractive <laughs> for. Like what the hell? Um, this could be a f- this. They could work on this together. This could be a fun project for both of them. But yeah. she needs to not drop subtle hints and just tell him. And you don't have to be like your hair is fucking gross and you're fucking disgusting. Like you don't have that. You can avoid that. You know. Yes. You could just let them know that <clears throat> your hair is really greasy right now. Why don't we wash it right right well, I, now? I, I, let I think, me trim it a bit. Or, I think the the best way to go about it is to be fairly blunt and just to say mm-hmm. I you know you know I like your long hair. Like, you know, when when you when you when it's all nice and stuff, you know, I think it looks great. But you're not taking care of it. Yeah. And when you don't take care of it, it looks gross. Yes. And like you don't want me to think you look gross, right? <laughs> so like let's let's either let's either work on this or like let's fucking cut your hair. Yeah. Like one of two things. Clean it, it up or leave. I think it's so clean up your hair or you leave your hair. Like, people have to go to relationship Reddit to get advice for this kind of stuff. It seems like if you can't talk to your husband, that's like another problem. Yeah. Um, And that's what I've noticed with a lot of this relationship Reddit stuff is that there seems always seems to be a deeper problem. And as you can't, you're going to the internet. People don't want to hurt their, their significant other's feelings. And they're like, how can I do this without directly addressing the issues? It, that's what they want. They want to be able to find like a secret answer, like a turnkey answer of like, Oh, thanks. I was able to polish the doorknobs and that solved the issue without ever talking about the problem. Like they just don't want to address the fact that, hey, I think your hair looks gross right now. You should do something about that. Like, how is that a problem? Well, what about when I talk to you about your dancing? My dancing is great. <laughs> yeah, your dancing is great. <laughs> An asshole. Are you the asshole? Yes. Um, okay, I have one more of these and it will actually transition pretty well into the last segment do it. I have. Um, <clears throat> how do I tell my boyfriend that his affirmative action comment was a huge red flag? Is it a deal breaker? <laughs> what was the comment? Uh, yeah, let's get to that. Sorry if this isn't the most interesting one, but I really need some advice. Also, me and my boyfriend are both white for context. Okay, I needed to, I needed that context. Yes. So yesterday, I, 22-year-old female, 22-year-old female, Young. was waiting for a response from my hiring manager for a job I had uh, been interviewing for the past oh, couple weeks. Oh, I know where this is going. Yes, I got the job. Woo. The job is entry level and in the biotech industry for some context. Yesterday, I was expressing to my boyfriend, 27-year-old male, about how nervous I was about getting the job. Since I was going against several other applicants, his way of uh, making me feel better was to say something of the gist of, I uh, don't remember the exact wording, but quote, uh, of course you're going to get the job. You have a master's from X university in X major. Also, you're a woman. The only other thing you need is to be black. My jaw dropped so hard. I can't even respond to him. The car went silent for like 40 minutes. I'm so pissed. It took me four months to find out that my boyfriend is the quote, minorities get everything handed to them mm. because of affirmative action, blah, blah, blah type. Um, yeah, four months. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, today, I can't stop thinking about that comment, and I'm starting to think it's a deal breaker. Yeah. But I've always been the type to end a relationship the second I see one red flag. Should I try to discuss it with him? How do I even bring that up? Thanks in advance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. 
Like even even if he didn't have the, he said, of course you're gonna get the job. You have a master's from X university in X major. Also, you're a woman. If yeah, he just sexist. said it there, I'd be like, what the fuck, dude? You think because I'm a woman that it's gonna make it That's... easier for me to get a job? Yeah, because it's always been easy for women to get jobs yeah. in, the, in the biotech in the biotech industry. industry. Yeah, he, he's definitely he definitely feels like you know if I wasn't a white man, I bet I would have a lot better opportunities in my life. Like that's ever been a hindrance. Wow, wow. What the fuck? Fuck this guy. Four months. Move on. He's move. five years older than you. Yes, and he's an idiot. And he he probably. He sounds like the type of guy. He's going to demean you your entire yeah. relationship. Yeah. He thinks that he knows better, which is, yeah, fuck this guy. Break up. Uh, it ain't worth it. So that one didn't take long. I didn't think it would. But it transitions nicely to this new thing I saw online today, uh, which is talking about red flags. Okay. So there's been a lot of uh, discussion uh, on the internet about um, like red flags of different men. Mm -hmm. Of like, oh, if he has this book on his bookshelf, that's a red flag. Mm. Or if he likes these bands, this is a red flag. It's mostly books I like and bands I like. Uh, <laughs> so so you're, you're personally offended. Personally offended. I take this personally. Personally offended. Like, oh, if if he if he lists, if he reads Bukowski and likes Weezer, and I understand where they're coming from. Uh, if you like the Weezer album, album Pinkerton and you listen to Bukowski, you might hate women. That's a possibility. Just if those are the only two things I know about you, it's possible. Me, I don't hate women. Uh, and I can kind of see, I can appreciate that this is going to dig me into a deeper hole. I don't need to go into it. Uh, I don't hate women, folks. <laughs> I do like those two things. But anyway, uh, so there was somebody that posted this long-ass uh, thread of different red flags uh, that you should, as a woman, be aware of for uh, men. I, I hope these are actually real, real red flags. She seems to think so. Because is she single? I don't know. <clears throat> Number one, Virgo. I don't, Stupid. I don't, I don't even know what that means. Believe in that bullshit. What is a Virgo, right? Uh, uses Snapchat often. Um, I think, I think now that we're getting uh, older in age and we're seeing how the uses of social media are, that Snapchat is very well. First of all, it's outdated. Why are you still using Snapchat? And second of all, a lot of the reasons people do use Snapchats is to send sexy snaps, right? Sure, sure. And receive sexy. So, snaps. so let's let's because there's going to be a lot of these, and I think it's it's best if we kind of stay somewhat brief on these. Okay. So, uh, I'll I'll read one of these off, and you tell me yes, is it a red flag or no, it's not a red flag, and uh, if you feel like talking about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with you on the Snapchat thing. It is kind of sus. Uh, especially if he's on Snapchat a lot. Um, has a girl best friend. Not a, not a red flag. Okay. Follows literal porn stars on Instagram. <laughs> not a red flag. Yeah, like, what? what's the point? I guess some people would go on Instagram because they want to see, like, hot ladies. Like, it's not the type of guy I would go for. But I understand... Red, the, and red flags are just like, let me go on alert. It's not like I'm gonna break up with this person, right? It's like, okay, yeah. this is a this is something to look out for. So this is gonna get worse. <laughs> uh, friends with his ex. Um, honestly, I would say red flag. That's probably a red flag. Uh, under five nine. <laughs> Ugh, not a red flag. Uh, Saudi. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, let's just say no. He's not a Saudi. Like if he's a Saudi, he's not a red flag. Like God. any language barrier. Uh, not a red flag. Could be annoying. Yeah, annoying. Yes, but not a red flag. High pitched voice. <laughs> no. What's well, good? Could be annoying. Not a red flag. Like, what's that a red flag for? You know, a high pitched voice guy is gonna cheat on you. Or have a small penis. 
<laughs> yes. Already knows his moon and rising sign. Yes, that's a red flag. Because you want to date those hippie types? I No, I'm saying that is a red I flag. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. When, if they know that, you don't want to date that hippie type. Yes. <laughs> um, uses Discord. No. No, it's just a chat service. Watches anime. No. <laughs> Refuses to listen to female artists. Refuses is a strong word. Refuses to listen to female artists, just like you don't read books by women. Uh, but I don't refuse <laughs> to read books by women. I don't read a lot of books right now. Okay, I'm, but I'm not opposed fair. to reading a book by That's a woman. Fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> James Charles is the center of all of his jokes. Uh, and then oh. in parentheses, is you gay? Uh, James Charles is the center of your jokes. Like you're making fun of like this Like all person? of his jokes are based around I don't know, something related to James Charles. I guess that is a red flag. You know a lot about James Charles. Yeah. Uh, expects you to be his therapist. Um, not a red flag. I feel like this might be like this person posting this might not understand what a relationship is. Yeah, you're like, oh, you to all confide. you want me to do is listen to your problems. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what and a offer advice. <laughs> um, quote, what about false rape accusations? Yeah, that's a yeah. red flag. Oh, uh, the biggest of red flags. If, if any guy's like, yeah, you know, rape is a problem, but like also men get raped, and like, what about false rape accusations and how that affects men? Like, yeah, that's a problem. Don't looks up to Elon Musk. Problem, red yeah, flag. Red flag, huge red flag. Gamer. Not a red flag. No. It, Keep an eye on it. It's a it's a personality thing for sure because to date a gamer and to not like gaming yourself could be a very like that seems like you two are just not compatible. It's an incompatibility for each other. issue, yeah. but is a guy being a gamer a red flag that all women should be aware? Um if that's not your type, then yes. <laughs> okay. Mustache. No. That's changeable. Okay. Talks about other girls in front of you like, oh, she is so bad or her tits are so huge. Like, I didn't ask. <laughs> um, I could see why some women would call that as a red flag, but I don't really see that as a red flag. Mm, mm. Because I feel like I do that to you a yeah, lot. Yeah, you do, you do that to me. Um, <laughs> follows hood clips. <laughs> What's hood clips? I don't know. I want to follow it, though. It sounds hood good. clips? <laughs> that doesn't sound bad. No. No, no. red flag. Uh, makes music. No. No. Uh, uh, of course, you're biased in that. Uh, listens to Future. No explanation needed. Okay, listening to Future and then following Future's, like looking up to Future and looking up to like Elon Musk, that's not the same. Yes, Future is a terrible husband, father, whatever. Sure. Well, I think also he does have some separate... No, this is stupid. Yeah. You can listen. Uh, somebody that's a simp. Uh, yeah, it's a red flag. If he's simping for like e someone that's not you, then yeah. <laughs> poor. Poor? <laughs> Damn. I know. What the fuck? Okay, poor um, red flag. That's not really a red flag. Are you really going to not, if you really like someone, are you not going to date them because they don't have as much money as you? No. Come up together. Uh, so this is where things kind of really get off the rails. But then money is such a big issue. Uh, uses Twitter. Parentheses, is you gay? Again. What? Yeah, I know. What Was the fuck this posted that? on Twitter? Yes. Yeah, but that's for, for, for the ladies. Oh, I, okay. I didn't know Twitter was like that. I didn't know either. Uh, is a mommy's boy. So he can't use Snapchat. He can't use Twitter. You don't want him to follow you don't want girls any on Instagram. Media. Yeah. And some women are like that, where they don't want their men on, or vice versa. They don't want their significant other on uh, social media. Um, is a mommy's boy. Yes, red flag. Mm. Uses. I will not date a mommy's boy. Uses that emoji. The 
sad. The the big eyes. Um, no, because um, my. This ho- also is an in parentheses. Is you gay? My hobie uses that, so no. Okay. Um, religious. I don't want a second father as a boyfriend. Uh, religious is a red flag to me because I am not religious. But if you are, then you might like that. Walks with hips too much, in parentheses, is you gay? Oh, God. Walks with hips too much? <laughs> that could be... That's, an, that's not a red... F- oh, maybe. I, you're just upset that your your boyfriend's sexier than you are. <laughs> that's the deal. Um, so is that a red flag or not? Could, could kind of be a red okay. flag. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I understand where Sashing. you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, a pick-me boy saying things like, I'm so ugly or no one wants to date me. Like that's fish, annoying. Like fishing? Yeah. Uh, that's annoying. Yeah, that's a, that's red a red flag. That's a red flag, yeah. Because he's going to be looking for some validation all yes. the time. Uh, I don't know what this means. But these <laughs> might just be if he says these types of phrases. Like, these are all uh, in quotes. Ratio, da baby, D's nuts, chalky milk. <laughs> Yeah. So it's a chocolate milk. You say chalky milk? Uh Uh-huh. Red flag. Daddy wants some chalky milk. (laughs) And the baby? Oh, look at the babies. Like that? (laughs) Maybe. About these these nuts. Oh, yeah. Okay, these nuts? No. Mm -hmm. Red flag. Ratio? I don't know. That's a word. (laughs) This one is confusing as all hell. And I think this is because I've seen the person that posted this. Uh, I think this is just more to say about them. Uh, if he chooses tits over ass, in parentheses, is you gay? Tits over ass? No. So if he chooses, if That's he's more of a preference. boob man than an ass man, that means he's gay? That's gay tendencies? No. How? They don't How pick- is that not the other way around? <laughs> I'm a fan of both, but like, like, what? Some people like boobies more. Uh, TikToker, is you gay? Okay. Why, what does this have to do with any? It, it's a red flag if he's a TikToker. If he's a TikToker, that's yeah, a red actually, flag. I agree. That's, that's a, a red, red flag, flag, but that's not is you gay. No, uh, this one's <laughs> eats dessert. Is you gay? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> no, that is Ladies, not a red flag. Does your, does your fella eat dessert? You is dessert dump a him euphemism no. for pussy? Oh no, for like bootay. Bootay, yeah. I don't know. Uh, in either case, no. No. What the fuck? <laughs> I just can't imagine, like, just imagine her with, like, a big bowl of ice cream, just, eat, like, watching Netflix on the couch, and then her boyfriend sits next to her. He's got a big bowl of ice cream, and she just looks over, like, what the fuck are you doing? Red flag. You eating ice cream right now? You can never Ugh. have cake. You want to, after you eat that ice cream, you want to eat a, a boy, too? <laughs> You want to eat a boy dick? (laughs) Eating ice cream. Like you some sort of uh, light in the loafers. Uh, A car guy. Red flag. Okay. (laughs) All right. Listens to the following. They love the car more than they love you. Mm. Listens to the following. Juice World, NBA Youngboy, or Playboy Cardi. Only for the fact that I think that they're too young for me. Yeah, I know. But I don't (laughs) think that's her problem. Um yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a big problem if he listens to popular artists right now. Owns a meme page. Uh, yes. Red flag. Owns a meme page. Yes. Uh, so those are the red but flags. But you know what, though? Like, on that same note, if somebody that I was feeling and he liked, like, his favorite artist was Justin Bieber, I would think that is a red flag. Yeah, I'd be so like, she seems why? like she has biases towards these artists, and that's why she thinks that they're red flags. Mm, yeah. Do you have any red flags? Um, somebody that's on TikTok a lot. Mm-hmm. Somebody who uh, 
somebody whose media consumption is like all things that are focused on things that are at least like half their age. I don't. Okay. That's, um, not, that's not that bad. Like they love to consume children's media, and they're a grown ass <laughs> person. Uh, that's a red flag. Um, Some people just have to stay with cool. <laughs> Uh, an obsession with staying cool <laughs> in your like mid thirties. Why can't I be thirty and cool? <laughs> you can, but trying to be cool is. Uh, we've gone over this. Yes, That's you're true. right. You're right. You're right. Uh, what are your red flags? Red I don't know. I don't know if I have red flags. I, I I think you might have the same problem. Where like we didn't date, so like I know I don't, I don't know, know what to what, look out for. Yeah. Um, I guess there are signs of like f- like fuckboy attitude. Mm. Um, people who don't like. Like, well, uh, what's that? Gaslighting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely a red flag for me. Um, I think, I don't, I think that the exes thing, like staying really close in touch with your ex, I think you should have a clean break. I don't know. I've never had an ex, so I, maybe I can't say, but to me, I think that would bother me a little bit and I wouldn't, or not even bother me. I just wouldn't want to deal with the drama of it all. Cause there seems like there would be drama with that. I think liking thirst traps on social media or posting thirst traps mm. posting is a little because like if you're just that's part of your job sure or if you're just like proud of the way you look yeah. and you like occasionally put but if you're like continuous like that's what you post like you're somebody that posts thirst traps that's a bit of a red flag for like either men or women um because i mean the nature is thirst trap you're trying to trap someone right 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 right, right. Uh, and liking thirst traps i think it could be a red flag where it's like I like if I was just going around liking hot lady photos, you would be, you would have to say something. I, I mean, I would say something. I don't know how much that would bother me because I know your personality. It's not even <laughs> just one thing. It has to be like a group of things. I think, oh God, I I had one in my head that I was just thinking about, but now I can't remember. Oh, that's what I mean. Nothing with, was it with social media? Fuck. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember. The only social media they use and they use it a lot is Facebook. That's a red flag. A Facebook user is a red flag. Like a heavy Facebook user. Their policies, um, and dropping any hints of policies, I think, is a red flag. Like that, the person who who put in that relationship Reddit thing, mm-hmm. like that's a red flag for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's things that are like, um, like obvious, I wouldn't even consider them red flags, but more just like deal breaker types oh, of things. Oh, now I remember what I was going to say. Um, the... Um, being really secretive with your phone mm. that that to me is red flag um, yeah i i i just it's no one's business to be on your phone whether yeah. what relationship you know married or whatever but like if i want to be like oh here enter something look something right. up real quick and i hand you my phone and that's fine and then you do vice versa that's cool but like so i never have to be like hey give me your phone right, let right, me right. check it and all that stuff right. but you know just just little things like that but think, some people are so protective over their phones i think on the other side uh, it's a red flag if the other person is like oh i need to know all your passwords yeah like that's a red flag i don't too. want to be in a relationship with that person no no and i think that's that's uh, i think where red flags come into play because like Obviously, you could say something like, oh, Trump supporter or like hates gay people. But those aren't red flags. Those are deal breakers. Those are things where it's like, oh, yeah, no, no, I I shouldn't be with with this person. Uh, But a red flag is something where it's like on its face. It doesn't like you wouldn't break up with somebody because of that. Yeah. But it's something to be aware of. Like something to be aware of and something that could be discussed. Yeah. 
and changed. Like if they own American flag clothing or Confederate <laughs> flag clothing, uh, that's a red flag. Because yeah. it could just be like, oh, it's just funny. Or that's just a part red, of white, and blue flag. That was a red, white, and blue flag. <laughs> uh, that's probably it, right? Yeah, okay. that's it. All uh, right, play us out. Playboy oh, shit. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't plan this. I don't know what music to. Why do you only plan the beginning and never the end? Well, let's play another song off of that Islands album. Yeah, shall that we? sounds good. Um, What's the next best song? Uh, I'm gonna play the song "Closed Captioning." Uh, it's got groove too. Well, bye everyone. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please tune in for the next one whenever that may be. We are the Midnight Hour. Talk to you later. We'll see ya.